0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, August the 23rd, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach and look who's back in town. It is Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Crash, how are you after a couple of days off? I'm doing better.
1: I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still, I can still feel a little bit of this sinus infection or whatever it is, but I think I'm getting better
0: so you sound so much better i mean that's a that's a good start Uh so the big thing today is it's going to be interesting to see we we moved uh we decided that we would get a really good set schedule for the rest of the mlb season so we're we're talking unless we have people that aren't able to shift over but we're looking to go 11 o'clock on days like we were when there's early games and then we're gonna go 1 as our regular time most days when there's the night slate being the main slate so tonight we've got 15 games at 705 and later and we thought you know what let's do this at 1 eastern because this way we have more up-to-date information as far as ownership and stacks and we get everybody a little bit closer to uh you know to time when when they're gonna have to build lineup so Hopefully it works. And and you know what? We would love to hear from you guys in chat. You know, uh, are you cool with this change to 1.30 on days where we have the main slate at 7.05? We'll always post our schedule for podcasts, which again, this week there's five days that it's 1.30 and only two days that we're going early at 11 because there's early slates. And uh, I think it's going to be conducive and help everybody uh, down the line, but if we hear from everybody that that doesn't work, then we'll uh, we can always switch it around. So please give us our your feedback either here in YouTube. So if you're on YouTube or you're on Twitter, because we're live on both now, which is exciting for us here at Coach Talk. Give us a, give us some feedback. At, yes, this 1:30 time works. It's excellent. We already got a, a couple responses here. Appreciate that. Um, you know, and you can do that here if you're on YouTube right here at the beginning, give us a quick thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, click that little alarm in the upper corner. This way, there's no messing around. You know when we go live. So if you forget, there's an early slate, a late slate, you get an alert saying DFS Coach Talk just went live and then boom, we're right there. So if you can do that, we'd appreciate it. On Twitter, same thing. At DFS Coach Talk, uh, give us all your feedback there. Uh, We also are really sprucing everything up here. We're so excited. We're going to do a little bit different format today. Deb and I started shifting to it a little bit yesterday. Crash and I are going to do that today. We're going to go game by game. And when we do that, uh, we're going to incorporate. We're not eliminating anything. We're going to incorporate our pay-up pitcher, value pitcher, our fade pitcher, our BVP play, our HR call. We're going to put all that right in that when we're going over the game so that's going to be meshed in there and then at the very end we're still going to give our prize picks plays and our boom fantasy plays so a little bit different format i think it's going to work out uh really well uh so hopefully just let us know what you think we'd, we'd love to hear from you so crash <laughs> <laughs> yesterday was a cluster you know what with the weather man mm-hmm. what a crazy set of circumstances we had all kinds of weather going in in three different cities trying to decide whether to play fade so our poor members i felt so terrible i switched the lineups i pulled everything from the philly game you know it was just nuts what a mess it was
1: yeah it was definitely a mess i mean it was it was not only a mess but it was just all the last minute nature of it you know it was all at once right before lock Literally, like, two minutes before lock, before we finalized our lineups. It was insanity.
0: It was. You know, some of it did okay. Our two brains lineup cashed in some spots for people. So, Deb and I were able to at least get some of that over the finish line. But all in all, Great. it was not a fun day. Uh, mm-hmm. And I pride myself. I, I've been chirping that I'm a good weather guy. Well, <laughs> Not so much yesterday, but no weather guy's 100%, right? Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: It it was a weird slate. Uh, Boy from Cali, thank you for chirping in. So you know what? That's behind us. I don't want to dwell on it. You're going to have some of those days. Variance happens. Weather happens in baseball. And that's why we preach bankroll management. So when you Mm -hmm. have a slumpy day like I did yesterday, you bounce right back. Um, I love this slate tonight, by the way, Crash.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. It's a very nice slate. We've got a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, you've got the cores game. You've got a bunch of strong stacks. I mean, like I said, it's pretty much everything you could want, all on the same slate.
0: And a so, bunch of good pitchers too. Yeah, yeah. So it makes it. It makes it really fun. Um, yeah, I, I, it's going to be a great one. So. Well, here we are, Tuesday, August 23rd. There's 16 games total. The first game we'll touch on real briefly for a second because we're not covering it all or supplying lineup support, sport. And then 15 games on the main slate, like I mentioned. DK is using all 15. FanDuel and Yahoo are, are using 14. So that's the one shift there. Uh, the only weather game today that I can see that we have to be very concerned about is Toronto at Boston so we will be watching that closely and i promise the members i'll make a decision on that <laughs> mm-hmm. before it's uh, panic fire drill time whether we're going to play the toronto or boston game or not so uh we're going to follow at least it's just that one that i'm concerned about no other games i don't think will be super affected by that all right let's do a quick check-in crash in looks like we're, we've got a good group of our regulars that's shifted over to 130 so thank you so much boy from cali always winning the prize generally being first one in um that's awesome rodney pollard how are you today uh pat uh let's see Poe deegan's what does that say can you read that Poe deegan stoner i think that's what it is oh po po deegan stoner i don't know
1: oh po Poe degen
0: stoner <laughs> i'm sorry we're saying that wrong my brother but it's awesome to have you in there you're new so welcome to our fun hopefully you're with us every day and we'll figure out how to say that i promise yeah uh then we have jt uh regular uh, absolute power what's up man travis duarte is in there are you related to the duarte for the indiana pacers is the question Chris yeah.
1: Duarte, the rookie. Chris Duarte, yeah.
0: Colin Chachoff, the man, the myth, the legend. I don't know
1: who that is.
0: I, you know what? I, I didn't we uh throw him out of chat one time. I don't yeah. know how he got back. We got Dan
1: for for participating in
0: trivia for for <laughs> trying to steal uh prizes where he was ineligible. I think is what it was. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You guys are fine. Okay. So. Poe Deegan Stoner is, I guess that's close enough. He's accepting it. So that's awesome. Uh, Chris is my long lost cousin. I bet you got just as much game as him though, for sure. Hey, here's somebody new, Ariel. Let's go. Let it, let's it. let get it today. Absolutely. Jermaine Cole. I love it. Colin Chachoff. i I just throw him out again. So we're good. All right. Huge slate today. I am so pumped for this, especially after yesterday's, yesterday's debacle. I am ready to go a million percent. So here's the thing. We're going to go through the games like we've always done, but we're going to put our picks in there. So it's, you know, you're going to have to catch those uh, as we're going and make note of them as you're putting some of these lineups together. All right, Crash, are you ready to begin this adventure? I am. All right, the early game that we don't care much about that goes off in less than an hour. Well, start. Coach, I
1: did, I oh. did post a bonus, uh, bonus GPP cores for both FanDuel and DraftKings for this game, so oh. I do care about it a little bit.
0: Okay, I take that back then. My apologies. St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, if you're a member, jump into our Discord. Crash has some bonus uh, lineups in there. That game starts in 50 minutes, 5-0. It's uh, 75 beautiful degrees in Chicago, no rain whatsoever, uh, slight breeze blowing in from center at 8 miles an hour, 8.5 is the Vegas total, 4.95 for the Red Hot Cardinals. I know you, you love those Cardinals. Just kidding. Sorry. And then the Chicago Cubs, 3.55 <laughs> is the implied total on that side of it. Adam Wainwright, sixteen point five k, because he got the showdown price and no price I have in here for ha- Javier Javier Assad.
1: Yeah, Javier Assad is a call up guy. He's getting his first major league t- great great way to start your major league career against the hottest team in baseball. But um, man, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be his first career start today.
0: Welcome to the bigs, I guess, is the way that goes. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, you know what? I'm adjusting my microphone. I just realized I was on the wrong. I bet you I sound a lot better now. Can you tell the difference?
1: I think a a slight difference. Yeah, I think so. Because
0: I just switched. I had the wrong wrong thing on there. Um, Oh, no, we have a bot in there that... uh, we're starting to grab these bots. How do we kick, we need to kick them out of there crash. Can you, uh, ban them real quick. Yep. Okay. They're out. That yeah. happens to all of us, you know, like you, somebody said in here, well, you know, you've made it big when you got the damn sex bot things popping <laughs> in your chat. I, yeah. Those people are, uh, give me a break, man. You got uh, nothing better
1: to do with their time. than.
0: Yeah. Get a and screw what up our podcast, but, uh, I'll bring I out the band don't.
1: hammer, so we're good.
0: Yes, let's keep doing that. And I still don't like my sound, man. I'm not digging my sound. Why did it not switch? That's okay. All right, as long as you can hear me, I guess that's all I've got.
1: Yeah, matters. I can hear you.
0: Okay, here we go then. This is where we get into the real, uh, the real meat of this schedule. Seven five. Oh, oh sorry, go sorry, ahead.
1: I do need to mention BVP. Ian Happ is my BVP play of the day. Uh, 9-27, three thirty-three against Adam Wright. three singles, two doubles, and four home runs. So very strong numbers. Don't really like any of the Cubs outside of him, but I do like him.
0: So Okay. Sounds good. I did see he had awesome numbers against Waino, So Yeah, that's um, why he made the thumbnail, because he had probably the best BVP on the slate. No question. All right, here we go. Braves-Pirates, this is the game that really ticked me off yesterday. I did not see a 2-1 game coming. Yeah. But the, the number's low again. It's 77 degrees, slate breeze blowing out to left at 5 miles an hour. It's uh, just 7.5 total, 4.71 implied for the Braves, 2.79 for the Pirates. Uh, interesting matchup here pitching. Lefty max Freed, 9.4K for the Braves, who I stacked yesterday. I wasn't alone in that one. And JT Brubaker at 7.2K. So what do you, what's your feel on this game?
1: You know, I don't have a ton of interest in this game. And one of the reasons why is if you remember, I'm trying to look this up. I think it was, yeah, it was last week uh, against Boston. Everybody yeah. went in, all in on Boston against JT Brubaker. And he's really not been that bad of a pitcher. So I didn't understand the ownership. And right. It's the same reason that I'm not going to go so heavy on this because I respect JT Brubaker enough to think, and it's a, you know, if not the one of the most pitcher-friendly ballparks that are in the league. So to me, it's just not. There's way too many good games on this slate for me to to invest too heavily in this game.
0: Yeah. No, I get it. Um, right now, Atlanta's sitting as the fifth top stack. Uh, so it's not like people are diving all over them. Uh, right. DraftKings on FanDuel, you know, because yesterday they they were pretty popular. They're fourth top stack there. But you know, we've got a course game, so that's going to take two of the top spots. Uh, but you know, that's still pretty high, you know, right now. But uh again, the ownership is spread out a little bit better, but there are going to be a lot of people, uh, I think that are going to be going there. And as far as The way Max Freed looks, because I would think you're going to have some popularity there because it's the Pirates. Mm -hmm. You know, he's sitting at like sixth at uh, 13.8% ownership right now uh, on DraftKings. And then Freed is uh, fourth on FanDuel because he's he's 10-2. So he's going to be a popular play today pitching-wise, I think.
1: Yeah, and it looks like the Pirates are probably tied with the Athletics and the Twins for the lowest ownership on the slate as far as stacks go. So that tells you also that Freed's ownership is probably gonna be pretty high.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I'm gonna have a few Braves in my lineup. I'm not gonna stack them like I did yesterday, but I don't want to give up on them. I mean, 77 degrees in Pittsburgh is warm, it's completely dry there today, as opposed to on and off yesterday it's mm-hmm. just their expensive crash you know 5-6 for acuna swanson 5-2 riley 5-3 olsen 4-7 so you don't get any breaks there right if you want to try to stack so it's almost where you want to grab one or two of those guys maybe and then go to a, a secondary cheaper guy like william contreras uh, at 4-2 or an eddie rosario if you want to go all the way down to 2-1 i'll mm-hmm. tell you von grissom is another really talented young player. If he's in the lineup today, he's only 2.3k. He's a nice guy to look at as well.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And even though Freed's not one of my uh my pay up or value pitcher, I'm not gonna be stacking any pirates against him.
1: Yeah, I actually played Grissom last night. Um oh did you? Yeah, yeah, with your Atlanta, you know, stack. So do uh, you yeah.
0: have to remind me, Crap? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I got you
1: yeah
0: all right let's go game two uh mets yankees certainly the interest here uh there is a slight chance of rain there but there's no way it's going to bother anything it's a nice 81 degrees there six mile an hour wind blowing out to left eight and a half the vegas total 4.03 implied for the mets 4.47 for the new york yankees tying on walker 8.3k takes the bump for the mets and he is opposed by Frankie Montas at 7.9K. Mm-hmm. I'll lead off with one of our picks that we always give during the show. Frankie Montas happens to be my fade pitcher today, Crash. I, I don't like Frankie Montas. I never have. I thought he was a bad pickup. I think he would have been better off sticking with Montgomery uh, than bringing Montas aboard. He's not pitching well. Uh, he got smacked around hard by Toronto, Boston. He hit him a little bit in the game before that. St. Louis killed him. He actually had a minus uh, number for them, so yeah, it's not going well at all. The Mets can hit. This is such an intense series, uh, and you know, Mets won Game One, Yankees won Game Two, so uh, if I'm not mistaken. And so mm-hmm. this, this is an important game, and you know, Montas. At his pricing, which is seven nine eight seven and thirty four dollars on Yahoo, so he's you know people may say, "Hey, SP two, maybe I'll take him." I don't like him. He's a total fade for me.
1: Yeah, he's he's not getting much ownership uh, from what I'm seeing. So it looks like you're not alone in all you know at all with that with that stand. So I think that that's a good stand.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, a lot of times one of the top uh pitchers in the in the uh percentages uh projected percentages you know will fade but this happens to be a lower one but just in case anybody's thinking to slide him in sp2 he is definitely my fade so okay um sean v how you doing man great to have you join us in here love it all right uh what do you think about this game i mean obviously a huge game on the slate or is is this going to have some ownership for you
1: Maybe um, you know when you look at Time Walker, you kind of think you know he's not that great, but I mean he's ten and three on the year, so he has a solid record, um, which means he's not getting blown up by any means. Now it is the Yankees; they do seem to be turning their season around a little bit right now. Um, ever since uh, Aaron Boone went on that little tirade, I don't yeah. know if you saw that at the press conference, but he slammed his water on the desk. Yeah, he and, was uh, sick. ever since then. They've definitely been playing. They've won since then, all their game, two games, however many it's been. But um, I think they got a little momentum here. So, you know, you could probably play maybe a two-man stack from the Yankees, I would think, uh, and maybe run it back with, you know, two or three from the Mets. But this is such a huge slate that, once again, I just don't – it's not my favorite stack, and uh, I'm probably going to stack pretty heavy on this slate. So at least in GPPs,
0: I, I want to push back on Tyon Walker with you because he's pitching, I think, very poorly. I mean, two of his last three starts, he got smashed, and in his the teams he's pitched for since he's come over and before mm-hmm. he was traded, in the last eight times that he's pitched, they've won one game. Yeah. So he is just, he's not getting it done. And uh, I just don't see, I do not see why he would be a guy uh, that I'd want anywhere. In fact, to the point of where I'm going to do a little bit of stacking against him. I think okay. that, uh, you know, I think the Mets are really, uh, I think this, this is going to be an intense game and I think you need some exposure to it. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to look at possibly going uh, mid, I don't know, Judge at 6K. It's just always so hard. Ben Intendi finally had a big game. I've been playing that stinking guy so much.
1: Yeah, he's he's starting to turn it around a little bit. He definitely looks better, more comfortable at the plate. Yeah, uh, I do like Judge a little bit. I mean, yeah, he's crazy expensive, and, and no kidding a yeah. certain Judge, but um, I think that, you know, he hit that home run last night. He might be getting back on his home run binge like he was before, so... We'll have to see what happens, but he's got good numbers against Walker, three for nine with three home runs. He, does. he was almost my home run call, but um, yeah, Judge would definitely obviously be the favorite here.
0: Well, Judge is on the bubble for me. I have to see if I can fit him salary-wise, but I like Benintendi. I like Rizzo. I Yay. like uh, LeMayhew. Donaldson's pretty cheap at 4-1. Glaber Torres at 4. And I'll tell you what, that Oswaldo Cabrera kid can play.
1: Yeah, he's I'm not saying good.
0: he's got an awesome stick. But did you see some of his defensive players? Yeah, he's
1: got some really nice defensive skills. So yeah, he's not he, projected to be in their lineup, though. I don't know why. I
0: Yeah, I've got him projected in one and not in the other. So we'll see. Let's see how that goes. Because if he okay. does make it in, 2K is a great part of a stack to make it work.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah,
0: we'll see how that flies. But anyway, I wanted to spend some time on that one because I will probably have a good three Yankees uh, in my lineup today. I think they, they – start busting out. I agree with you, I think you know slam the water bottle and all that shenanigans uh, is gonna pay off yeah. woke them up a little bit, right. All right, my friend, uh, let's go to another 705 game. Uh, this one should be very interesting too. Uh, two teams fighting for that last playoff spot. It's the Chicago White Sox and the Baltimore Orioles. 82 degrees. A nice night in Baltimore. slight wind left to right, six miles an hour. Vegas has this as at a low seven and a half, four implied for Chicago, three and a half for the O's. Dylan Cease at 10K versus Austin Voth at 6.3. What do you think?
1: I see Dylan Cease getting a lot of ownership, but I don't really like him. Um, okay, I just I, I respect this Baltimore lineup too much. Um, he's got. About 15% projected ownership on DraftKings right now. Yeah. And uh to me that's a little high. Um, I, you know, there's other better options in my opinion on this slate. I like uh, you know, I'll get into them later, who I like, but yeah, there's just different options that I like, you know, more than him at his price. He's uh 10, 000 on DraftKings and he is 10.3 on FanDuel. So he's He's up there in the double digits. He's
0: expensive, and he's fifth and sixth in the in the ownership uh, early ownership here uh, on DK and Fandle. So he is getting a lot of interest. Um, you know, and Baltimore is a, a friendly pitching park uh, without question. But uh, I don't know. There's just so like on a different slate. I'd really like him probably, mm-hmm. but uh, there's just so many good options here pitching wise. It makes yeah. it tough. Plus, you know, Baltimore's hitting the ball. They're right. hot and they're playing with a lot of emotion and making a run, really trying to make the playoffs. So, um, I'm with you. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to stack against Cease by any stretch, but I, he's not making any of my lineups, even though he's fairly popular right now.
1: Yeah. If he wasn't in the upper half of the ownership projections, I would probably go higher on him. But
0: yeah, he's no. in the upper third. So, yeah. 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 Um, I do like a few of the Chicago bats though. I you know, I, I don't think Voth is that good.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: Um, and I know it's it's hard to trust the White Sox, you know, because they will sting you. Um, but Pollock, uh, Robert, Jimenez, and Abreu at the top, three, mm-hmm. four, five, one, three, nine, and four K. So they're very reasonable price wise. Uh, Luis Roberts a little a little pricey, but the rest of the guys are very uh affordable. So yeah. I, I think that uh you know i think that's something that you have to look at here
1: yeah i could definitely see some of the chicago bats um
0: just a one-off you know here and there
1: yeah i think their uh their ownership is going to be lower it looks like so yeah i could see that for
0: sure yeah neither team getting big stack uh ability here and i'm not saying stack them but i mean if you're not playing Cease, you know, I, I don't like ever playing one of my hitters against a pitcher. But mm-hmm. if I'm not playing Cease, I mean, you can always, you know, a Mountcastle at 4-1. This Kyle Stowers kid, the, the one they just called up. Yeah, yeah. 2K two, two dead men, and he's a lefty against Cease. You know, maybe he's your one-off that makes your, a judge fit in your lineup or something.
1: yeah. Yeah, we definitely need those kind of guys to make a guy like a
0: judge fit in. So that that makes a lot of sense. No doubt. All right, we head to the next one. Cincinnati Reds at the Philadelphia Phillies. That's the game that caused me a lot of headaches yesterday. <laughs> uh, and there is a slight chance of rain at the beginning of that game, but I'm not even going to mention it because it's going to play and it's fine. 83 warm degrees in Philly. That gets you some interest. Uh, slight yep. breeze blowing left to right. Uh, total is eight in Vegas, so not bad. implied for the Reds, 4.78, fairly uh, aggressive number for the Phillies. Uh, Two lefties battling here. The youngster Nick Lodolo at 9K and Ranger Suarez, man, he's pitched well for me a few times. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was part of one of my takedown nights, Uh, but he's at 9.2K. So I guess my first question is, does Suarez interest you against this Reds team that's pretty – hollow now, especially with Votto out for the season. They're, they are not looking like a competitive team.
1: Yeah. Especially on FanDuel because on DraftKings, it looks like people are probably going to be using him as a SP2 a little bit. He's got 11.6% projected ownership on FanDuel. It's only 5.2. Right. So I like, I like him on FanDuel. He is my value pitcher of the day. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he is. He is. And uh he's 9,200 on both sites he pitched against Cincinnati last week in his last start. Yeah, and, um, It's kind of funny. He and Lodolo both had seven innings pitched, no runs allowed, struck out eight for 49 fantasy points, exact same numbers. Wow. I bet you it hasn't happened more than, I don't know, a handful of times this year. Two right. pitches facing each other would have the exact same numbers, but that's what happened. And yeah. he was pitching in Cincinnati last week when he put up those numbers. So this is a little bit more of a pitcher-friendly park. I mean, Cincinnati is probably the most hitter-friendly park in baseball outside of Coors. It so is. I would definitely like uh, some shares of uh, of Ranger Suarez tonight.
0: Yeah, and I don't think it's a bad play at all. Like you said, it uh, the price is right there. And since he is a real shell of itself there, yeah, um, as far as team stacks go you know looks like Philly's getting re- uh, decent uh respect right around five percent uh ownership against Lodolo so that's a direction that mm-hmm. you could you could go and uh, mm-hmm. on DK uh where are they sitting they're up there as well uh no no I mean four percent so not much but Philly could they're be- about
1: they're about eight on on Fanduel. It looks. Oh like. yeah,
0: I looked yeah. at that incorrect eight. So, yeah. I mean, that's a that could be a sneaky way. Grab you know three Phillies tonight and mm-hmm. uh, get a couple of home runs in there. Who who do you like in that Phillies lineup if you did go that route?
1: If I went that lineup, I would probably go with uh, Alec Bohm. He's really good against lefties. Same yeah. thing with Matt Vierling. You know, some of the lesser known guys. You know, right. I, I would. I would probably, possibly go with Reese Hoskins. Um, yeah, but those lower owned guys, kind of like we were talking about before with Stowers, you know, to try and make our lineups work and uh, the value of the price on their salary. I think that would all work together. With yeah, it's probably going to be one of the more expensive pitchers. I'm thinking for our cash lineups the way it looks right now. So.
0: I think Bone's going to get a, a decent amount of ownership. I mean, he double-donged for me the other day, and he's mm-hmm. in that three-hole. He's—I don't think he's going to move out of that three-hole for the next like six years. I mean, yeah. I think they found their number three hitter. Um, well, you know, they'll get Harper back, so that'll move things around a little bit. But uh, at four point two K, I think he's a really nice play tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. I, he, I like think was
0: almost my BVP play, just for the for the record. Oh,
1: okay, yeah.
0: But i do like them all right you ready to move on to the weather game sure yeah <laughs> it gives me i start breaking into a cold sweat when i start talking about the weather after yesterday but anyway blue jays and red sox this is the game where it's concerning 46 percent chance of rain at first pitch it does lessen as the game goes on so we'll follow this very closely it could be a late start situation but I don't think it's going to hurt anybody because it's Ross Grippley and Josh Winkowski. So if you're playing those pitchers, then you are, you know, may need to pick up another hobby because those, those are not two targets that I'd look at today.
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, so we'll see how that one rolls. But it's supposed to be 74 degrees. Like I said, not a bunch of wind, but a good chance of some rain. Nine and a half. So Vegas sees this game being a lot of runs. Over a five uh, implied for Toronto at 5.06. Triple fours for Boston, 4.44 is their implied total. And as I mentioned, uh, Ross Dripling 744 k Josh Winkowski, 7.2K. So if this game does go as we expect it to, are these some hitting targets for you?
1: Uh, Yeah, on the Toronto side. On the Toronto side, I I would like some of Toronto... Now, let me look and see what kind of...
0: Uh... See what the ownership is, because I'll tell you right now, the I know there's some really expensive guys uh, on both sides here. I mean, mm-hmm. Devers is a Fortune 6K, Vlad's 5'8". I don't know if I could go with the big-numbered guys there, but, man, there's some, some really good bargains other than that. I'm going to yeah. have to look up those numbers, and you can share the numbers in a second. I'm going to give you my uh, BVP play of the day. -hmm. And it's going to be Xander Bogarts. Okay. I really really like Xander. He's done well against Stripling in the past. And again, we always go, even small sample sizes make a difference to us here. We believe in him. So he's a a smooth six for 13, two extra base hits against Stripling. He's homered, a nice, cool 1231 OPS, 769 slugging, 462 uh, OBP and average. So, you know, uh, Boston has played a little bit better in, in a few stretches. And I just I really like this matchup if the weather holds with Bogart's against Stripling.
1: Okay. Yeah, it looks like um they're getting more ownership on uh on FanDuel than yeah. DraftKings. And so yeah, I would like them a little bit more uh for tournaments on DraftKings. And um, you know, they might be they might be. Almost a borderline cash play on FanDuel. I mean, they're pretty high up there in their ownership. They're right up there with the Rockies uh, yeah. in ownership. So, yeah. You know, and I, I like
0: this the Rangers.
1: Really... The Rangers is who I meant. But
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause the Rangers in, in uh, cores, course. But right. I, I definitely want exposure here. Uh, I doubt I'll pay up for the top guys. But, you know, uh, Bogart's at 4'8, uh, JD Marten- Martinez at 4'3. Verdugo at three five, I, you know he's been really hitting well recently.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then you know I'd love to be able to afford to get up to Springer. I mean Winkowski's not good, so right. You know, I, you know Kirk as a catcher because catchers are so hard to, to get a good catcher in there is a good play. So I I'll have exposure, uh, no probably big stacks, and then but again you know we're gonna follow the weather there because the last thing you want to do is have that stress of a, a big delay and whether the game's going to play or not. So yeah, I'm not getting into that mess again today. <laughs>
1: right, right. Boston looks like they're going to be very low owned. Um, right. So getting both sides of the of that game makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, their projected right. leverage is, is negative, but it's not like a huge negative number anyway. So I right. think that's going to be a smart um, play in GPPs.
0: This will be a Mike S. Leverage Special. That's five bucks for Mike S. His pot continues to grow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, our our man Mike S. will be on this game a little bit too because it's going to go under the radar. And a lot of people were like me yesterday. It was a nightmare with the weather. And people are going to be like, screw that. I don't want anything to Mm do with this headache. So uh, you're going to get lower ownership on guys that normally would be owned a little bit more. So... Uh, certainly something to keep a close eye on, uh, real quick. I want to say hello to Andros Benjamin, who just, uh, joined. Great to have you in here. Um, and great to have you join us. So on every pitcher, no, I'm not on every pitcher. (laughs) Is that what the question question is? No, I don't like many of these pitchers today. I just have a a small handful, uh, that I'm going to utilize, but all right. We go on to the next one. 710. <clears throat> got the San Francisco Giants and the Detroit Tigers. It is 79 uh, degrees in Detroit. Slight breeze blowing in from right field at six miles an hour. Vegas has this good weather game at a low seven and a half total, 4.53 for the Giants and an infinitesimal small number of 2.97. For the Detroit Tigers, Carlos Rodon, 11K flat, Drew Hutchison, half that at 5.5. So you get double the price on Rodon, Rodon than you do Hutchison, but I think it's well deserved. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I know. I think, um, let me see, I, I think people are probably going to go to Rodon a little bit, but. You know, the last time he faced Detroit, which was in San Francisco, wasn't that great. Um, so I kind of was looking at him as somebody that I probably won't have in my lineups. Um, oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I am. So All right. Uh,
0: guess what? Rodon's my pay-up pitcher of the day. <laughs> okay. I love him in this matchup. Detroit sucks, man. They can't hit. Detroit <laughs> can't hit. And here's the thing. Everybody always talks about how horrible they are against righties, and they are. They're the worst hitting team against right handers in the league, but -hmm. they can't hit lefties either. Overall in pitching, Detroit is fifth highest in strikeouts, sixth. They just dropped to sixth, and they're only hitting 226 as a team, period, against all pitchers. Mm -hmm. Rodon, you know, Chicago's in a pennant race. They're trying to get in, and they've got a shot. And Rodon's in his, he had one game against Oakland that wasn't that great. He only had three strikeouts, only gave up one earned. But other than that, listen to the strikeouts. 10, 11, 7, 10, 10, 7, 7, 12, 7. I mean, that's a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. And this is, a, you know, as we know, we strikeouts are God when it comes to scoring fantasy points. And then look, look at these numbers, Crash. 52, 43, 28 against Oakland, which is still fine. They just didn't need them. 61 against the Cubs. You know he had a 70 earlier against San Diego, and you know the game that you referred to against Detroit. Yeah, 37 points doesn't seem all that impressive, but that's only because he only struck out four that day. He went six full innings, mm-hmm. only gave up one earned run, and you know I just I think he's a, a quality pitcher that's going to get lost in the shuffle today, and. He's uh he is a little expensive. Eleven thousand on DraftKings, ten eight on Fanduel, and fifty six on Yahoo. So, you know, it's not a giveaway, and I actually like that he's that price there because I think it will continue to to push down his ownership for a guy that I think uh, may be the best and and highest scoring pitcher on the slate.
1: Yeah, he's pretty high projected ownership though. Um, I know he's he's
0: like fourth highest on DraftKings. Yeah, but it's not a stupid number, you know. Right. That's the thing. I mean, if you look at him, let's see, let's look at him on
1: he's 27.6 percent on DraftKings. That's pretty high to me. So,
0: that is, but it's a two-pitcher site, so you know it yeah. happens there. Um, and that's you know, that's not the greatest uh number, but you know, I'd like to see that like a 20 or, or less, but I do think that uh I just think he's in a, such a solid spot here, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him on—is this DK or FanDuel? Where is he? Nineteen point eight percent. We did This is the part we have. We're just—we're bringing in all these numbers and projections. That's the only part we have. I haven't gotten super comfortable with going over back and forth, but I have a Nineteen point eight percent is that That is
1: that is his top two percent projection oh okay that's 27.6 i see that okay yeah if it was 19.8
0: that would that would definitely that's where i I want him at so if you're listening when you send us these prior please don't send us this top thing because it just jacks me up just give us the ownership percentages so i can just look straight at that um but I still like him. I like him even at that that number. Uh, and I think it might come down a little bit. I, I really don't think it's going to be – he's going to be ridiculously owned. And I, I do think he's the best uh, best pitcher on the slate. So we'll see. You ready for the next game?
1: Yeah, I was reading some of the comments. They were saying something about – you said something about Rodon in Chicago. Um And they were wondering what you meant by that because he's with San Francisco.
0: No, I said against Chicago, in Chicago. Oh,
1: against Chicago. So
0: here it is. Carlos Rodon uh, on July 31st pitched against the Chicago Cubs. Seven innings, two two hits, no earned, 10 strikeouts. So, you know, part of that streak he's been on of pitching 52 against Arizona, 43 against Pittsburgh, 28 against Oakland, 61 against the Cubs. So uh, I'm just saying who he pitched against. I said I know I went through those too fast when I was talking about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Somebody says, hell no on 11 Ks for Rodon. Why are my, my Rodon my, uh, getting uh, hammered <laughs> for me? Zero chance Rodon is on the optimal, Sean V. Wow, Uh-oh. okay. Uh-oh okay sean V's uh fired (laughs) up here uh we may have to uh challenge that one that he may be on the optimal i'm telling you right now let's uh let's keep that in mind uh i think he's gonna have a good one all right where uh where are we at let's go back to the next game i think we're ready for that yeah it is 7 10 angels at the rays and it's uh seven total in the dome in Tampa, three even for the Angels, four implied for Tampa. Jose Suarez, the lefty, six point six K against the veteran Corey Kluber, seven point seven K. And this might be a game that gets lost in the shuffle as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Zachary, how are you, man? Sean V, what's good? Sean V, I'm I'm fired up for Sean V today. I I like the fact you I love that we have people been in challenged, here. Challenge, Coach? Huh? You've been challenged. Osmo is the top notch above all. Okay, you're cool with it, man. Yes, you know what? I know him. He's a brilliant guy. They're great. But you know what? Why not get more information, guys? We never smash anybody else. We we give people props all the time. Gundak is one of my best buddies i say listen to everybody get all the information you can everybody has good stuff to share you're gonna find a difference though if you listen to us long term the sean v's and those guys you know what give it a listen see what see if it works for you we hand build a lot we do yeah sun dacker uh gun Dacker, scum duck the dacker he says sometimes when he has a bad pick but i love him man he's a good kid but anyway You know, we're going to give you a little bit different perspective on it. We're going to look at all the numbers, crunch everything. We use optimals. We do everything like everybody else does. But we want to hand build some single entry and give some of our members a shot that aren't playing 150 max entries. So I love that you guys are in here. Keep up the chatter. uh, And the more information, the more questions, the more feedback, the better. We love it. Okay. So where are we going, Crash? Crash
1: we are going to la and tampa
0: yes so we've got uh suarez versus kluber and i I believe this game goes under the radar a little bit uh i know trout's back and guess what trout's my home run call today crash okay i know that uh he's 5.7k he since he came back from injury he hasn't exactly come out red hot that's for sure right Uh, but, it, it, you know, it's been a handful of games now. I think he's ready to uh, to get after it and get it done. He's, You know, his BVP here is really good, um, as it is against most people. But he's faced Kluber 18 times, only four hits, but he's hit two home runs. He's knocked in a, a four runs against him. So he's got a nine 919 OPS, 556 sluggy, and it's Mike Trapp. And mm-hmm. it's one of those, you know, Kluber – now that he's older and coming back from injury, as I've mentioned on other pods, he's not the same pitcher he was, not the power pitcher. He's going to nibble. He's still a decent, respectable pitcher, right. but it's the kind of guy I think Trout can really sit on the pitch that he's looking for and drive one. So Mike Trout, who I'm definitely going to have as a one-off in some of my lineups today, um is, is the one guy from the Angels that I like. I do agree with Boyd from Cali, though. Um, and I'll tell you this. Uh, he, Kluber's in a good spot. The Angels are not good. They strike out a ton. And it's just not their year. But remember, you know, uh, they, they were without uh, Trout for a long period of time. So mm-hmm. I get Kluber as an SP2, some sense. But uh, I really do... Um, I really do like Trout here. I think it's low-owned Mike Trout, too, is what it's all about. What do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, I think I think people have been trying to play him since he came back from his injury, and they've been getting burned by him. So you'll probably get him at low ownership. So if he hits a home run, that's going to go a long way in your tournament play.
0: I agree with you completely. And uh, I, mean, I don't blame you, uh, boy from Cali, if he's your SP2. I think it makes sense. Um I agree with you, Sean V. If you missed the very beginning, I think Walker gets smoked today, uh, no doubt in my mind. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. stacking against him. Uh, and Big big Bino, welcome to the fray. And I'm with you, brother. I'm glad you, you take in a little bit of everybody. I recommend that, you know, get all the different opinions. There's, uh, you know, knowledge is power. The more information you get, uh, the better, no, no question about it. All right, um, thank you, Andres ben- Benjamin, you're the best. What, uh, let's look at the next one as we keep rolling here. We're getting there little by little. I bet you this game has a lot of interest for you. How about the 8.05 game of the Cardinals and the Cubs? Is that something that uh, gets your interest crash?
1: Yeah, for a little while until the Brewers start playing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, by the way, 74 degrees in Chicago, slight breeze blowing in six miles an hour. Nine's the total in this one. Yeah. 475 implied for the Cardinals, 425 for the Cubs. Jake Woodford 11.1k and uh on Adrian Sampson 15.3k. That's the showdown pricing on those guys because yeah. that's part of that doubleheader shenanigans.
1: It looks like uh Woodford will be the opener and then Liberatore is going to be the primary reliever. So Correct. They're going to be using more of a bullpen approach tonight.
0: Yeah, so if you're gonna touch, you know, if you're gonna play that one, or if it's, I think it's not on all the slates anyway. So, uh, but that's completely up to you. So, or is that any interest in that game for you?
1: Yeah, I'll go out on a limb here and say the Cubs win that game.
0: Oh, I'll go with that's,
1: that's wisdom. That's a
0: Brewers, and- Brewers homer call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. I mean, the Cubs have been playing really well. I know, I know they're the Cubs, their record sucks, whatever, but I mean they've won six of their last seven. Yeah, uh, prior to last night. They had their six game winning streak snapped. But I mean they only lost one to nothing. They just they're they're just playing really well right now. So I think they'll win at least one or two of these. They have a five game set with the Cardinals. So I think they'll win one or
0: two of them. Well, that's gonna be big stuff right there. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Houston. Uh, this game, of course, the big the big fella himself, Verlander, we'll see what he's going to do tonight. But it's an 8-10 game in the little band box dome there in Houston. But, you know, maybe the, the roof starts opening there a little bit. We'll check that for you and post it in Discord and uh, on Twitter uh, as well if it's going to be open. It's been hot there. So they've been playing most of those games with the roof closed. Uh, only a 7.5 total, 2.58 implied for the Twins, 4.92, big number for the Astros. Uh, Aaron Sanchez, 5.9K uh, on the hill for the Twins against the man, the myth, the legend, similar to you, Crash, Justin Verlander at 10.5K. So $500 cheaper than Rodon. i am taken all my heat for taking Rodon over him today. Are you on the Verlander bandwagon?
1: I'm not. I'm not against him, but I'm okay. not. He's not my top pay pitcher. pitcher. Um, I do like the Astros as a stack, but it looks like everyone does, so that makes me, you know, a little less uh, bullish on them. Yeah. Let me check and see if if I'm right on the ownership there. I think I think I'm think, thinking they're well. No, they're only five point three on DraftKings, so I like that yeah uh yeah 5.2 on fendul so yeah the astros would be one of my top stacks
0: very good and verlander you think he's going to get the ownership that it's initially showing here because uh right now 10.7 uh is all that he is um which is really surprising to me
1: 10.7
0: yeah that's what i
1: see yeah he's been solid and he's verlander but he hasn't had a lot of those huge ceiling games, so that's probably keeping him down a little bit. And plus, a lot of people are looking at the Rangers in that Coors game, so they're probably going to have to save some salary. Uh, right. So that's probably another reason why he's not getting this high ownership as we would normally see for him.
0: Yeah. On, uh, let's see, on DK, you know, where you have to have the two pitchers, uh, it's it's a different story, 24.6. So uh, big difference uh, with the, the – uh, you know, the ownership on DraftKings versus Vandals. So it might be something you have to shift uh, the way you're going to look at this one. But I don't know. I, I obviously, I always respect Verlander. I don't think Minnesota is really that good. They're fighting, trying to, to, you know, get a playoff spot themselves. But, uh, you know, they're just... They, Buxton was pulled from the game yesterday. So what is his status? Do we know if he's playing... Because that's important as well.
1: Uh, sorry, I was reading the comments.
0: What was that? Do you know if uh, if uh, Buxton's going to be in?
1: It doesn't look like it. Yeah, because yeah. he left the game last night. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big blow for them.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, We'll see. If he's in, it does make a huge difference. There's no question about it. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to
1: stack the twins against Verlander, but no, a no. couple one-offs or something maybe, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he does give up a few home run balls and they do have some home run hitters on that squad that that can square him up, but mm-hmm. um, you know, if Buxton is out of the lineup, it does move Verlander up a notch for me. So, you know, I want to consider that a little bit more um you know with he and Rodon so I'm going to be watching that all the way to the end but I think makes that much of a difference in that lineup to be honest with you yeah I agree I do okay let's let's jump over to uh another 8 10 game it's the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Kansas City Royals it is 83 degrees in KC beautiful a warm night there slight breeze blowing in from right at four miles an hour Vegas has this line set at nine for the total, 4.68 implied for the Diamondbacks, 4.32 for uh, the Royals. Zach Davies, 6.5K versus Jonathan Heasley, 5.7K. So two cheap pitchers. I don't know. This this game is a strange one to me. I I think it'll totally get overlooked, but they're good hitters here.
1: They're getting a little bit of ownership, though. I was a little surprised. Kansas City's at 9.7 and 9.1, 9.7 on FanDuel, 9.1 on DraftKings. So, yeah, amount of ownership there. Um, Salvador Perez might as well get to that. He's my home oh. run. Well, three for ah, six. Okay. It's a small sample size. I know that, but yeah, three for six, three home runs against Davies. Davies doesn't usually give up a lot of home runs, but obviously Perez has had success against him yeah. at home. I'm going to go with
0: Perez as my home run call. I like it. And I think the reason Kansas City is, is getting ownership is because they're so damn cheap. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, you know, Dozier, 2.6. Mm-hmm. Massey, who I've used, and he's been great, 2.1. Michael Taylor's 2K flat. You know, so they've got all these 2K players if you're looking to stack cores or you want to go with two, I mean, there's some people if that could go up and get Verlander and a Rodon or something of that nature. So yeah. there's so many different strategy paths you can take today. And one of those is using some of these cheap Kansas City bats. I agree with you. Yep. Um, and you know what? Neither one of these pitchers I respect, though. I wouldn't mind a one-off from the Arizona side either. Uh, the only problem is they're they're overpriced. You know, you look at Marte Walker and Varsho, if they're three, four, they they're all just too expensive to me on a slate like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rojas leading off 5.2 K. That's that's expensive.
1: That is very expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, as much as I think they may hit. I just I don't want to spend up for the D backs. I'd rather go with the cheaper Royals and it's showing that in the ownership as well.
1: They're the favorite. That's a little surprising to me. I mean, I know they have a little bit better record than Kansas City, but yeah, I think Kansas
0: City's a better team right now. I you know what? That's one of my plays, uh, for our mm-hmm. boom fantasy. I can't believe you picked that out of there because <laughs> I'll take a Royals plus 108. I'll be you know, I'll talk about that when we give our boom fantasy picks. I just I think a they're, plus
1: 125 here.
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh, uh, I'm looking at plus one oh eight right now, but we'll see. I mean, that's gonna shift around. But the bottom line is I just think uh I think KC has a, a, a granted they have all these cheap guys but they have right. some young fired up hitters Melendez Witt you know those guys are super players down the road for this Royals mm-hmm. game. both of them All right um let's let's double check anything else going on in here why are the Royals ownership uh,
1: uh I think cuz you yeah I think you pointed that out coach money, I think it's you're right. money. price yeah
0: yeah salary cuz you have to find People, I mean, you got to either pay up and pitching, go to cores, do something where you're going to have to save money somewhere. But I'm with you. It could be dangerous, too. It could be a trap. I mean, you got to be very careful. You know, I wouldn't suggest any massive stacks there. by Right.
1: Well, like I said, Zach Davies is usually good at eliminating home runs. He gets a lot of ground balls. So, you know, that will that will keep your scores down if you have a Kansas City stack, most likely.
0: Except for Salvador Perez, right? Except for
1: Perez. He's going to go deep, you know?
0: And here's the stinking cores game that always jacks everything up, that, you know, creates all these shifts. And of course it is today. There's a lot of popularity in the ownership and, and very well it should be. It's the Rangers at the Rockies at 840, 83 degrees. So warm in Colorado again. Breeze blowing out to left just five miles an hour, nothing much. Nothing stupid. It's 10.5 total. That's not that bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, reasonable. And both sides split right down the middle, 5.25 implied for both squads. Dane Dunning at 6.9K for the Rangers and Herman Marquez 6.8K for the Rockies. So the big question here in your scheme of things, are you going to play fade or just grab a few one-offs here and try to have some exposure to this game. What's your strategy today on course?
1: It's going to be difficult for me to get Houston in with one of these teams. You know, you're talking about Houston's got some pretty expensive bats with Alvarez and Tucker and Altuve Bregman. I mean, so maybe a one-off is what I'm thinking, you know, possibly I can get one or two guys in from this game. But yeah. probably not a whole lot of this game. Yeah, it's uh, be so high that I just don't. I'm not diving into this one.
0: Well, I've you know I'm not going to pay up for two pitchers today. I've I've got a, a few guys I'm looking at at SP two that are going to save me a little. Yeah. I have a few spots where I'm going to go one off for some cheaper guys. So I am going to have exposure in this cores game today. Okay, I, I just I think that. Uh, you know, both of these pitchers are nothing to write home about by any stretch. I mean, they both can give up the long ball, and they both had stretches where they have not been very uh, consistent, and both trending, I think, uh, in the wrong direction, in my opinion. So you look at some of these bats at the top of that Rangers lineup, 4-9 for Simeon, who's had a terrible year, Corey Seager at 5-8, very expensive. So it's a big commitment there. But then after that, it gets very affordable. You know, if you have Nate Lowe, Adoles Adal- uh, Garcia, mm-hmm. Heim, the catcher might be a solid play, 4K flat. And then a couple of the guys in the bottom of that order, you know, Cole Calhoun's all the way down at the min, 2K. Oh, at- wow, at-
1: for a chorus play? Is that on DraftKings you're talking about? On DraftKings. He's wow, that's very rare. Very rare. You find nothing.
0: A yeah
1: men price yeah
0: craziness he used to be really expensive at one point but uh, that's how far he's fallen yeah yeah so there's there's a lot of bats you can get on on that side and they're and it's showing they're popular what are what's the ownership in cores right now while I'm going over my Rockies you could pull it
1: on uh DraftKings or FanDuel both okay so on DraftKings we're looking at almost 15 percent for Texas so they're definitely the higher owned of the two teams, only right. 6.7 for Colorado on DraftKings. Yeah. FanDuel is 8.5 um, 8. for Texas, and interestingly enough, 8.6 for Colorado. Interesting. So basically the same projected ownership for both teams on FanDuel.
0: And to have both teams in single digits is unusual, in course. Yeah. Um, but neither one of these teams is respected, but neither pitcher is that great. So I think – right. Maybe cores goes a little under owned than it normally does as it's looking right now. Um, yeah. But that could change during the day. I will say the Colorado pricing, they were so cheap for so long, but that has reset and adjusted now because, mm-hmm. you know, Iglesias, I still like at 4 4. I play him all the time. Blackman at 4 8. Rogers 5 1. Grishik at 4 5. McMahon 4 6. So, it's not like there's any giveaway pricing on any of those guys. So that's that's where if you're going to commit, um, you know, I'm going to try to go maybe 2v2 two, two here. Uh, just pull a couple of guys from each side that I think, uh, you know, can make it work and will fit in salary-wise. But I definitely am going to have exposure to the Coors game today. Okay. All right. We have four games left, and this will be the late night after hours slate. And we'll hopefully be able to jump in there and give some of those out as a bonus to our members, because you you don't rarely get uh, a bunch of good games here late. So there's two 940 games and two 1010 games. Real quickly, before we get into those, though, uh, I really appreciate everybody being in here in chat. This is awesome. All these, ga- all these days that we have these late uh, main slates at 7.05, we'll be in here 1.30 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. and we'd love to have you join us every day. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up. Give us a quick subscribe, a little comment. That would be fantastic. And hit the alert button. So if you're confused on what time these live pods are going to go, we're doing them seven days a week, you'll get an alert that'll let you know that we're up and going. And we're also going live on Twitter now every day as well. You, we're at DFS Coach Talk, and as you can see, before below us there, I'm at Joe Sarvati. Crash is at JP Davis 1982. DM us, send us questions, info. Uh, if you're a former member of Coach Talk and you want to come in for three days for free, we've been doing this throughout this entire week. It'll end Sunday. Just send us a, a DM right there at DFS DFS Coach Talk. We'll get you in. Uh, for a three-day freebie with us here uh, to have you try us out. So we would love to have you. You can uh, join our NFL packages up now. And here's the bonus uh, crash that people don't realize. They think, okay, if I buy the NFL package like you do at other places, you get it from the start of the NFL to the end of the NFL. Well, guess what? If you buy our NFL package now, you get it today. You get all of this time before the NFL starts, which is coming up pretty quick anyway. But you get all that for free. And then you get from the beginning of the uh, NFL season all the way through January 13th, the end of the NFL regular season. And it's everything that we've got. You get all the other sports along with the NFL. So we'd love to have you join us for that. It's it's a two-payment, non-painful thing that you can break in two payments. And then you're all set for all of our sports, which you get everything, our NBA, which is of course my favorite and all of our other sports that we have going on now so definitely come in and join us we really appreciate that if you happen to be on the audio podcast listening uh definitely take a second hit the five star or top uh whatever you can rate us and give us a quick comment if you rate us and give us a comment colin goes in there at the end of every month which we somehow only have a week left in this month crash how is that possible
1: but it doesn't if, seem possible
0: no so if you want to win a free month you'll get september for free in that drawing uh we'll do that at the end uh with the randomizer of each month so give us a comment there on the audio podcast as well okay the first of the after hours night slate uh 940 game is the marlins and athletics it's a total of only seven It is uh, actually comfortable in Oakland tonight, 69 degrees, usually a little cooler there. There in San Francisco, always gets cooler. But comfortable, 69, a little breeze blowing out to left center at 6 miles an hour. That total, like I said, only 7, 3.76 implied for the Marlins, 3.24 for the Oakland A's. Pablo Lopez, 8.1K, takes the hill for the Marlins, and his pitching opponent is Zach loge the lefty at 5.4 k so talk about a two teams that are, don't have much interest uh is there anything that gets your fancy in this game
1: no i'm i'm <laughs> not interested in this game i'll just put it blunt i'm not interested in this game
0: yeah, yeah yeah i mean either i mean oh no we have another uh the sex bots in there knock that I'm out of there to kick somebody out here but doggone things man drive me nuts um, yeah i mean it's hard to like much here i mean what about pablo lopez as a value pitcher though
1: yeah i mean i could see it i mean oakland hasn't been very good i think they've been the worst team in baseball at home um uh, so as far as scoring
0: i mean it might not um, be the worst play i mean I he hasn't yeah. been great though uh, the last time i played him he got murdered so
1: <laughs> right
0: i'm I, I, he's not on my list but You know, he is cheap. so But I'm with you. I just have no interest. These teams are not good, and they're going nowhere fast. So let's move on. The other 940 game is the Cleveland Guardians at the San Diego Padres. Perfect night for baseball, as always, in San Diego. 73 slight breeze, 5 miles an hour, blowing out to right center. 7.5 is your total. 3.46 implied for the Guardians. 4.04 for the Padres. Aaron Savali 7K uh, for the Guardians. Mike Clevenger 8.6K. A little pricey there uh, for Clevenger, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Hill for the Padres. So, what are we uh, what are we thinking here on this game? Any anybody jump out to you?
1: So this is a revenge game for uh, Clevenger, huh? That's yes, it is. team. That's right. Um, Yeah, not a whole lot I like here. Um, I respect Clevenger enough that I don't want to go to Cleveland and San Diego. They're just they're just been very disappointing ever since the trade. You know, everybody thought that trade was going to put them to World Series contender status, and it may eventually, but at this point, they're just they're like a above average playoff team right now. If not, so the only
0: guy that's hit during this is Machado. I mean, Soto's been very average. Brandon Drury's been a disaster, really. Yeah, um, Josh Bell's not hitting. I don't know. It's they sure spent the money, uh, right. but maybe it's just chemistry. Maybe it'll take some time. But yeah, and Josh is
1: really looking like man. He looks like the Brewers won that trade, even though they didn't get that much for him. I mean, he's just really struggling. So yeah, bad another,
0: bad juju out there in San Diego. I don't know what the deal yeah, is, but it's interesting. Um, I mean, you can go one-off in different spots. You know, I love Jose Ramirez always, but 5.6K mm-hmm. uh, is a decent amount to, to bite off there. And Machado's all the way to 6.2. So, you know, wow. it's, it's hard to commit to those dollars. Uh, do we have any ownership coming in on these teams, if you can look at that real quickly? Yeah, there I'm are There are some guys at the bottom of that Guardians lineup or middle to bottom that are cheap, you know, the Oscar Gonzalez, Gonzalez, this Will Benson, if he's in the lineup, the youngster, they give mm-hmm. a few guys that I have a little bit of interest in if I'm trying to make, you know, the cores stack work as well.
1: They're both around 1% or below, so they're yeah. very well projected ownership.
0: Yeah, this game is going to go big time under the radar, and, and it makes sense that it does because you've got some expensive guys and mm-hmm. some just average pitch, pitching savali and clevenger they can bring it at times you know
1: yeah and they can
0: also get hit so
1: right certainly
0: a game that won't get much attention
1: yep
0: all right how about we go to the game that i know you're excited for the milwaukee brewers they get to face a little old team called the la dodgers in la 76 degrees wind blowing out to center 10 miles an hour seven is the total 3.19 implied for the brewers 3.81 3.81 for the Dodgers. Corbin Burns, 10.6K, your buddy. And he lost. I can't call him go for ball anymore because he's been pitching so great again. Tony in 9.7K uh, for the Dodgers. What do you think in this one?
1: It's got two of my top plays. So Uh-oh, here my, we go. My, my top payup pitcher is not Corbin Burns. My fade is. Is Corbin Burns? Oh
0: my, my God! Top
1: pay up is Tony Gonsolin.
0: Get me on the phone again, Milwaukee Brewers fan club. You need to k- kick this guy immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> well, you're, you. You're fading.
0: You're fading the Brewers pitcher, and your favorite pitcher is the Dodgers pitcher. Yeah. Wow. Stop the presses, man.
1: So give so us the number behind it. So yeah, um, Gonsolin. He was very impressive. I mean, he he wasn't even – barely even giving the Brewers a chance and when they right. you know, when they were trying to hit those pitches that he was throwing. So, I mean, I, I really like what I saw from Gonsolin. And uh, Burns, the last game he pitched against them, he had 32 fantasy points. Right. That's the best he's ever done against the Dodgers. Interesting. The so, um I, I don't think he's gonna struggle, you know. I don't think he's gonna go out there and give up six runs or something in the first couple innings. I don't think it's gonna be anything like that. But for his price, I mean, with what he's done against the Dodgers, there's no way I'm paying up for him that much. And Gonson's only like two percent projected ownership. So
0: no, I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't Yeah, understand. I know he's not
1: a lefty, but I mean, heck, he looked almost unhittable at times against the Brewers. So he did. Yeah,
0: I love the call. And, you know, I considered Gonsolin as my second SP2 and sort of, you know, pay up sort of. I think nine seven is too cheap for him on DraftKings, personally. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know I I faded him and I called him go for ball Gonsolin when he gave up some home runs there around the all star break. But man, he's won my respect back. He's he's pitched four great games in a row. He even put a 30. Pointer up in course 39 against San Diego, 36 against Kansas City, and like you said, that 55er against uh Milwaukee uh, last week. Seven mm-hmm. innings, two hits, eight strikeouts. Now the only thing with Gonsolin, he's not going to get you double-digit strikeouts. You know, right. probably probably six is really the fair number. But, he got eight
1: well, last time. I mean, I know,
0: I know. And you know, he's one four in a row, and uh I just think he's a, a really solid play. The Brewers just aren't hitting Crash, they're just yeah. not hitting. Well, they,
1: they got a little bit, they woke up a little bit at the end of that game last night. Um, was very proud of them for winning that game because I know
0: they've got the victory.
1: Yeah, a lot of people didn't see that coming. But yeah. um, and and I think they are, you know, maybe starting to turn around a little bit right now. But um, no matter what you know, I, I think it's gonna be a low-scoring pitcher's duel just like it was last time. Another two to one type game wouldn't surprise me at all. Um so that's kind of what I'm expecting. But you know, even in that situation, Burns didn't really do that great. Um right. So he's he's just for whatever reason not done well against the Dodgers. So
0: yeah I have not messed with Burns in quite some time. He's just not the same i think he came off the dl a while back or il whatever it's called now mm-hmm. and uh, just i don't think as sharp as he was prior but maybe he's pitching a little dinged up but anyway gonsolin on DraftKings at 97 hundred and on only 45 on yahoo i think he's a great play there uh probably won't go to him at 10 5 on on fandle but you know again he's not drawing any ownership uh, and I think he deserves to. And yeah, you know, I mean, you know, do you realize his season stats? Do, do you know what his, he's 15 and one?
1: I know 15 and
0: one. Yeah. 2.12 ERA, a 0. 0.86 whip. Now he doesn't get all the love in, in, you know, uh, DFS as much cause he's only got 113 strikeouts, which mm-hmm. isn't phenomenal. You know, you need the 150 strikeout guys anymore. It seems like, but I'll take fifteen one, two that's, twelve ERA and an eighty six. That's Cy Young
1: all day, right there.
0: That's Good God! Yeah. I mean, that's you know, those are Cy Young kind of numbers right there. Mm. So, I get it. Uh, I guess is Big Bino a, a Brewers uh, fan because he wants to get you back on the phone. Crash! He's a he's going to second my nomination to have you thrown out of the Brewers fan.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: Call it like right.
1: I see it, man. I can't help it.
0: Now you got, you got to be impartial. We, we all, would have we all a different
1: conversation if it wasn't for DFS, but
0: remember DFS? when I faded Luca and he dropped 56 on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's no, no
1: bias. No bias. No. All
0: right. Last game, fellas and ladies and gentlemen, Washington nationals at Seattle Mariners. It's also a 10, 10 game. And this, this is going to be an interesting one too, seven and a half. Is the total in Vegas, it's, Uh, 2.72 for the Nationals, very, very low. 4.78 for the Mariners. Eric Fetty, 5.8K. And a guy I think that's drawing a lot of ownership, Robbie Ray at Mm -hmm. 9.9K. And that's a guy that, you know, we have faded at different times and he stung us. And then we just pick spots. Is Ray on your radar today?
1: Not today. Uh, thirty-six point six percent projected ownership on DraftKings. Exactly. Twenty-five on Fanduel. So too high
0: for me. Too high.
1: No way. No way. I mean, the 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 Washington lineup's not great, but I mean, you've still got Nelson Cruz. It's going to be a revenge game for him. So that's something I just thought of as we're looking at this matchup wayne thomas is good against lefties uh joey manessis is you know coming on strong so he's a
0: nice, He's gonna be a nice player for them long term yeah. yeah and then
1: luke voigt so i mean they've got some guys that can hit lefties for sure so
0: yeah i i mean ray is i just am not gonna play him because of the ownership that's that's the thing that sways me i mean can he win the slate for somebody? I guess so. I mean, mm-hmm. 272 is the lowest implied total, I believe, on the whole board. So, right you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not uh, against Verlander, Minnesota's 2.58. So it's the second lowest. Uh, and I think he'll get a lot of ownership. A lot of people will have him uh, definitely on that late slate. I, If I'm playing the after hours four-gamer, he's probably going to make my lineup. But overall, you know, from the ownership perspective, when you have 30 pitchers to choose from, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to go there. So my guess you're you're uh, talking about uh, leverage all the time is, is paid off because rubbed off. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's rubbed off. So I'm not going to not going to utilize them. Um, anybody hit from the hitting side here or, you know, are you looking at anybody that direction?
1: Um, on the hitting side? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it. Maybe Nelson Cruz would be a good GPP play. Like I said, it's a revenge game. Right. Um, I mean, you know I like Julio Rodriguez. He's one of my favorite players.
0: 5.9K, um, though.
1: Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, what is – what's Cal Riley? Uh,
0: Raleigh, the catcher, 3.8K. Yeah. Nice. Nice.
1: His price has gone
0: up for sure. It has. So, he used to be dirt cheap, and he can pop one out on a yeah, yeah. So yeah, so okay. I don't know.
1: Maybe maybe a Suarez or a Haniger. I do like Haniger. I bet his price is up there too, though. So
0: four K flat.
1: Okay, not yeah, not bad at all. That so, might be the Janager. spot to go. Yeah, yeah Mitch Haniger. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's a smart play. But I yeah, I don't. I won't have a ton of exposure there uh, in that game for sure. I mean. Couple Seattle guys, maybe, uh, but you know the expensive ones are just a little too high for me. But mm-hmm. uh, we will see. All right, let's check. Uh, do we have anything, Coach? I'm on. Uh, uh, I'm on Baseball Savant. Don't look good uh, for Rodon. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, so Rodon Rodon's not looking good on Baseball Savant. You know, here's the thing with Rodon. Again, he had a little stretch there where he slumped and uh it wasn't a bad slump though just you know his uh he gave up a few hits here and there but he's been so solid as far as going deep into games he last he's lasted at least six innings uh in six of his last seven and i just like the strike out upside here you know he's got a lot of double digit strikeouts throughout the year and i i think that his ownership is going to scare some people, and I think that it goes down as the day goes on. I think a lot of people are going to look at some of those numbers and uh, pull away from them, but I really like him tonight. I I, I do. So I'm with you. I respect uh, that opinion, and I think that's going to be a differentiator for me. Uh, I still think he's a top three scorer on the slate, and I'm hoping he's the top scorer overall pitching-wise on this slate tonight. So it's it's fun to be a little different here and there, you know. You we I, I know one of the things I will say, and I listen to a lot of our competitors too. There's some great stuff out there, but it doesn't do any good to give you the chalk ownership plays and the highest you know most expensive guys on on every slate because uh, you know you can't use them all. So uh, you got to find some spots where you're going to get a little bit different and give yourself a chance to take some stuff down. So all right, so to review. Uh, why don't we do this crash since we did it differently today? So everybody knows my pay pitcher is Rodon. Gonsolin's my other guy that I really like. Montas is my fade. Uh, Bogarts is my BVP. Trout's my home run call. And then I'll share stacks with you. I'm stacking. Uh, the stack I like is course, And I know I really don't, but I like both sides of that, maybe two or three guys from each side, Texas and Colorado. And then I like the Yankees. I, I mentioned it earlier. I think they continue to break out. Not maybe the most expensive guy like in a judge, but I think there's a lot of good plays in that lineup that are affordable for the Yankees. How about you? My pay
1: pitcher is Gonsolin. Uh, my value pitcher is Ranger Suarez. My fade pitcher is Corbin Burns. My stacks are the Astros. And... uh. Who else did I like? I don't even remember now. Um, Can't remember
0: who your other stack was.
1: It wasn't cool. They weren't playing against a ground ball pitcher because I do like Kansas City, but I don't think I'm going to stack them. So I'll just say I'll just say Houston, and okay. I'm going to find some one offs to get different.
0: So excellent. All right, I'm looking
1: let's more of a GPP, you know, build for our members
0: tonight anyway. So perfect. Our top two prize picks plays of the day. And if you want to join prize picks, when you sign up, make sure you use the promo code Talk, all one word, no space. They'll match a dollar for dollar up to 100 bucks on your first deposit. I'm going under three and a half strikeout, strikeouts tie on Walker. I, again, I think the Yankees get him. I think he gets knocked out of there. And I'm going to be stacking a little bit against him. And I think that uh, he doesn't get to the point where he gets himself four strikeouts. So Tyon Walker under three and a half is my one play. My second play, I've mentioned it again. I think he's going to go lower owned than he always does because he started off a little slower since coming off the injured list. And that's Mike Trout. He's only seven and a half pitcher fantasy score uh, against Tampa. So I'm going over Mike Trout as my second prize picks play of the day.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with Tony Gonsolin over 36 and a half. Uh, He had 55 last time against the Brewers in Milwaukee and uh, Salvador Perez, my home run call. I'm going to go over one and a half total bases. I think he definitely gets over that.
0: Very nice. And then boom fantasy. For those that haven't heard of boom fantasy, you will be hearing a ton of them in about the next week and a half. We're partnering with them. They're going to be the newest and biggest and brightest thing in the, in the whole prop plays and uh, wagering side of things. We'll be announcing all of that here coming up shortly. Uh, But the Boom Fantasy two plays of the day, I'll give you my first one, and Crash already guessed it earlier. I'm going with the underdog Kansas City Royals uh, on the money line. Uh, I have them at plus 108. Crash has them at plus 125. But regardless, I like the Royals as an underdog at home to beat the Diamondbacks straight up.
1: Well, we got the same one there because I like Kansas City as well. So
0: that's out of 30 teams we could, and 60 selections when you think about the teams (laughs) and the over unders that you can take. That's the same guys.
1: Yeah, the same. I mean, and then uh, I like the under on the implied run total of seven for the Brewers and Dodgers. Like I said, I think it's going to be a pitcher's duel. And um, I'm projecting another 2 1, 3
0: 1 type game. So. Very nice. I, I'm all over the Yankees today. I think they get right. They're minus 131 against the Mets. I think they smack them. I may even throw something on the the run line Yankees. You get a huge plus number. It's brutal. Oh, to yeah. give a, it's brutal to give a run and a half at home because you don't get the ninth inning. So be very careful there. Nothing wrong with just taking the Yankees minus 131. Right. Um, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not a, a huge Montas guy, like I said, but I like Tyon Walker less. So I don't I don't really like either pitcher here. I think both sides hit. I like the Yankee stack. I like the Mets stack. I like the runs. I, you're going to see my lineup have mostly New York players and Coors guys and then filtered in with some of those $2,000 guys to make it work. But yeah. um, I like the runs here, and I just think the Yankees are going to wake up and go after it. I agree. All right, I think that's everything. Anybody else? Uh, any other questions in chat? We've got a lot of people stuck with us throughout this whole thing. I guess you know we're we're trying to figure out how we want to do this. We wanted to keep these pods under an hour. Well, that was a, an epic fail. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're gonna go game by game like this, let us know what you think. Um, you know, do you want us to go this game by game and filter everything in? Do we go back to the other ways? You know, there's a lot of decisions we have to make here, and the only way that we'll make those decisions is feedback from all of you guys and gals, mm-hmm. because we want to give you what you need and what you want. Um, I think this er- this later time at 1:30 seems to be a big success. We've had a lot of people in here the whole time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, so I think that it's uh, you know, let us know what you think, because we don't want to make them too long, but we want to give you all the info. So we'll filter in and get better at. Bringing into the stack percentages and pitching percentages and ownership, all of that kind of stuff is going to mean a lot to us, and we'll we'll tighten it up here. I guess if we try to make these an hour, there's nothing wrong with that crash. But you know, it's it's a huge slate. When you got a giant slate, you got to sort of roll with it.
1: Absolutely, I'm just looking at all these comments. Yeah, your mom your mom really enjoyed the show today.
0: All right, that's because you're on. She says, yeah. where's a handsome guy, you know," and I. <laughs> she wasn't talking about me, Crash. So, uh, Coach Mom. Let me turn. Uh, let me
1: turn the volume down on my computer so my wife. Is, no, she's not actually here right now.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah. Big Bino says uh, uh, percentages likes this better. I mean, I. That's the original. Then you know the initial feedback we've been getting is let's filter in these numbers, and that's the direction we're going here. We're partnering with some. Uh, statistical companies, really trying to to get a lot more information on the leverage, the ownership and everything else. So, um, hey, you know, it's, it's we're going to give you what you need to take some stuff down and we're going to be right alongside you and definitely join us, DFSCoachTalk.com. We would love to have you as part of the family. So, all right, hand build, let's see it. All right, uh, Zachary, how are you, man? And uh, we will do uh, from time to time on the weekends, we'll do a two brains are better than one uh, lineup on FanDuel where we'll, we'll pick it right here on the show. But today we'll get it rolling. You know, we're at an hour and 26 minutes. So we know everybody's time is valuable. We're extremely happy that you spent this time with us. And uh, we'll definitely be back again tomorrow. So any final words, Crash?
1: No, I think we've hit it well today. We've covered everything, every game, every angle that I can think of. So. It's probably our most thorough, yeah, it was longer, but probably our most thorough podcast we've ever done.
0: Yeah, I think we're getting there. All right, thank you, everybody, for listening and definitely join in again tomorrow. We'll be back when we look to crush it in MLB, DFS, Prize Picks, and Boom Fantasy.